podcast for bookies and foodies. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. And we're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. And I love to cook. And I cook to survive. We'll be reviewing, analyzing, sometimes overanalyzing, and discussing the books we're currently reading, as well as new and old recipes from our kitchen to yours. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, and husbands. So enjoy that bonus material. Now let's get booking and have a tasty chat. Shame. Shame. at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. All right. So we just want to introduce a new segment on our Thursday episodes called Harpoon That Tune. Can you guess a tune within five seconds of hearing its intro? We want to know. If you can guess, reach out to us via email or message us on our socials with the answer to be featured in an upcoming episode and grab a chance to be entered in an upcoming giveaway. Oh, yeah. Today's tune is... All right. Hey, everyone. Hey, Jess. Hey, Alex. Oh, this is our last snack time. I know until January. I know. <laughs> last snack time of season one. Wow, what, that went fast. What's the last snack that you have? The final the last, snack. The final snack of season one. <laughs> I have sea salt caramel dark chocolate covered macadamias. Mm. Yum. Oh my Solid God. Solid choice. So good. For yeah. a final snack. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a water. I also have yep. a water and I have some ginger snap cookies, but they're not homemade. I, I ate all my homemade ones and now I have some store-bought ones because I wanted I know. more. <laughs> That's what happens with gingerbread. Like you you fiend it afterwards for some strange reason. Yeah. It's just so good. <laughs> but right. yeah, uh, I can't believe how fast this season went. I can't believe how fast time goes, period, in general. But Well, since it is our last snack time, I think... We decided we're going to rank all of the books that we've read this season. There were Makes 21 sense. of them total. Yeah. So, yeah, but... I can't believe 21 books in three months. I know. Go it's us. a lot. Yeah. And we were going to try to come up with a comprehensive ranking of these. And then we realized that for some of these books, we had vastly different ratings for. And we decided just to give our, <laughs> our individual ratings because they, they were going to differ a lot. So... We had 21, and we'll start at the bottom, and we'll move up to our favorite. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Remember, we have 21 books. So starting, coming in at 21. Alex, what do you have dead last on your list as least favorite of our reads? I think we're going to be on the same page with this one, but it's it starts with us. Yeah, it 100% starts with us is the worst book we read. Yeah. We hated that book so much. I think I gave it a one and a half stars. Yeah, I think I gave it a one. I know. I think I was trying to be kind with the extra half, but yeah. Yeah, not, that book, not so much. And yeah. then the next the next one for me as well, the number 20 is It Ends With Us. <laughs> That's the same for me also. There was, I hated those books. I hated both of them. I don't like Colleen Hoover and those books. I just didn't enjoy them. Yeah. It's at the point too, where I look at my bookshelf, if I glance at these books, if I just see them, I get angry. I'm like, no, yeah, never again. <laughs> right. Kelly Clarkson style. Never again. All right. Yeah. What do you got for uh, number 19? Number 19, I have Iron Flame. Okay. This is where we're going to start to differ. Okay. Don't get mad, but I have pretty girls at 19. That's fine. I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> it was the urine uh, boarding, waterboarding for me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. All right. Coming in at 18. I have Brittany at 18. I have Iron Flame. Okay. You know, coming in at 17. 17, I have Caraval. Same. Caraval. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it wasn't quite as bad as the others, but we didn't we didn't love it. Yeah, I just didn't Although really like it. Scarlet kind of has stayed with you because you really want to name characters. Scarlet. Apparently, apparently I do. <laughs> All right. How about at 16? 16 is the Britney book for me. OK, for me, it's... I question the accuracy. Yeah, for me, I have the housemaid. OK, and coming in at what number are we? 15? Mm hmm. I have tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Sorry. That's okay. You don't have to apologize to me. It's your opinion. Uh, at number 15, I have a flicker in the dark. Yeah. Flicker in the dark here. <laughs> and, you know, it's not as bad. I feel like tomorrow and tomorrow deserves a second chance for me because I read it after fourth wing. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I might have to I might have to reread that one and come back and see. Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow is a really well written book. It's not an exciting book, but it's a very mm. good book in my in my opinion. It's not for yeah. everyone though. It's not everybody's cup of tea. I think you're right about that though. I think that I need a relook. Yeah. It, it really didn't get uh, a good shot because of the order I read it in. So. Yeah. All right. How about at number 14? Uh Last House on Needless Street. Okay. I have The Silent Patient. Okay. Coming in at 13. I have Belladonna. Oh, okay. I have Akatar. Don't kill me. Okay. I'm not going to kill you. You don't have to apologize for your opinion. This is I why we bad. have different opinions. I can't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. How about number 12? Uh, number 12, I have Flicker in the Dark. Okay. I have Divine Rivals. Okay. Coming in at number 11, I have uh, Mary. She was 10, but I moved her. I bumped her. Okay. At 11, I have A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. Okay. All right. So here's our top 10, peeps. So coming in at number 10 for me, I have Divine Rivals. I have Fourth Wing. Coming in at number nine, I have The Silent Patient. I have Mary at number nine. Number eight, A Good Girl's Guide to Murder. At number eight, I have Pretty Girls. Coming in at number seven, Housemaid. At number seven, I have Akatar. Six, Happy Place. Oh, same. Oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> five. All right. Our top five. At number five, I have tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. 
I have Belladonna. Okay. And then I think we're going to have some similar ones in the top four. What's your number four? My number four is fourth wing. Okay. Appropriately four and fourth. Nice. <laughs> I have there, there at number four. Okay. That's my number three. There, there. Okay. Uh, my number three is the last house on Needless Street. Okay. And then my number two, One Dark Window. Same, One Dark Window. And the number one book we definitely have together is... Two Twisted Crowns. Two Twisted Tits. <laughs> so uh, we were on the same page with a few of these, and then some yeah. were pretty drastically different. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like that. I yeah. like that, though, because it does show that we, we're two different critics. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is why we were having trouble, though, because when we were trying to do this together, <laughs> Jess was like, I mean, the second, the third worst one has to be Pretty Girls. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> and I, I know I, I wouldn't be able to convince you to rate it differently and you wouldn't be able to convince no me to rate it differently. So we were like, we have to do these separately because it's just it's too drastic. Some of our ratings were just yeah. too drastically different. Right. We're not going to be on the same. Huh, so cute. On the same page. Yeah. Huh. We're not going to be on the same page every time. And that makes sense. Yeah. You know, otherwise it would just be some flat conversation. Yeah. So it's good. It's good that we have these um various lists like this. But it's I love that. I love that our first two is the same. That's yes. Cool. And our bottom two were the same also. So yeah, how cute is that? That That's definitely right. is a testament to how good One Dark Window and Two Twisted Crowns was and how bad it ends with us and it starts with yeah. us were. <laughs> and also that even though we have different interests, we still have the same interests as well because we loved, loved the One Dark Window, the series, and we hated the Starts With Us series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Equally. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> All right. Well, well, one, one, uh, window, wait, what is it? What does she say? Damn it. In, um, my favorite movie of all time, Sound of Music. She's like, when the Reverend Mother says, when one door, when one window closes, what? Damn it. Oh, I don't remember. When one door closes, a window opens or something along those lines. Or another that's opens. The norm that's the normal phrase, but she says it's something cute, like cutesy and all, you know, mm -hmm. Julie Andrews-ish. Oh, well. <laughs> Fail. Okay. Oh, my God. I failed. Do you remember that show back in the day that used to be like, oh, what's your favorite movie? And then they had to ask you a question about it. And then you could win all the monies if you get it right. If that yeah. would have been my question, I would have failed. <laughs> you I've seen that movie amazing, amazing. I've seen that movie a million times. Yeah. That's unacceptable. Damn it. <laughs> Somewhere another one opens. Something like that, she says. Mm. Whatever. Lord closes a door. Somewhere he opens a window. Well, let's get into our word of the day. Hell yes. <laughs> Hell yes. We had a good conversation. <laughs> okay. It's time for the word of the day. Remember that we encourage our listeners to use these words in your daily conversations and with us on our socials. Each word of the day will come from the Word of Day Vocabulary Workbook by Francine Puckley or Franny the Pucks. Follow the link in bio to get a copy for yourself. Okay, without further ado, the last season one word of the day is... Vendetta. It's spelled V-E-N-D-E-T-T-A, pronounced Ven-Det-A. It's a noun that is defined as a bitter feud or grudge. 
For example, Mark's arguments against my proposed project had less to do with its merits than with the vendetta he's held against me since I was hired for the job he wanted. Mm. Jess, do you have an example using vendetta? I do, Alex. I have two, and I have one that is related <laughs> to the book and one that is not. Okay. So the first book, uh, the first one that I have is, it seems that there seemed to be some kind of annoyingly repetitive vendetta between, I was, gonna, I was just going to call her Scarlet. See? Between <laughs> Violet and Zayden in this entire book of Iron Flame, constantly. Yeah. yeah. There also seems to be a vendetta between, or Kat has a vendetta against Violet for a portion of this book because she's dating Zayden. <laughs> Is that the reason? Yes. I <laughs> and then a second one um, is not related to the book, but we have a friend whose last name is Venditti. So I'm just going <laughs> to throw it out there. Hey, Dan, what's up, Dan? Uh, I'll never tell Nancy. He knows what that means. All right. Okay. Anyway, um, thanks for always listening. We appreciate that, Dan. And we're going to give you. you a shout out right now and give you a sentence. Uh, Venditti had a vendetta and it was pretty wild. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I feel like you could have done better for him, but that's okay. You, give, him, give him a better one then. That's all I could come up with on the spot. Fine, I will. But first I wanted to say, because my other example was Jess had a vendetta against Dane prior to mm. reading Iron Flame. However, it did diminish after reading it. All right. And now for Venditti, what was the name of that restaurant that we went to? Gambino's? <laughs> no, or something not Gambino's. That's Gamb hilarious. Gabbiano's. Gabbiano's. Venditti, Venditti has a vendetta against Gabbiano's, and we stood outside and took photos flipping the bird of it at it. Yeah, so that's right, there's proof right. that this vendetta exists. <laughs> also, fuck Gabbiano's. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Definitely redeemed me. Sorry. Sorry. I you deserve better, Dan. But you know what? Alex gave it to you. She served it. And uh, what are you fucking Danish? All right. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Good times. Yeah. All right. Trivia for the word vendetta. The word has its origins from the Latin vindicta, meaning vengeance or revenge. Some of the more famous vendettas in history include the Blues and the Greens during the Byzantine Empire, the Hatfields and the McCoys, Joseph Stalin and Leon Trotsky and Al Capone and Bugs Moran. I don't understand <laughs> any of that. <laughs> well, when they were saying the Blues and the Greens, I was thinking of the Blacks and the Greens in House of the Dragon. All right. Oh, so, shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is a word that everybody ha has heard often. Yeah. Um, maybe we don't use it as much as we should in conversation. It is a nice, good word. It's mm. solid. Yeah. Uh, so maybe we'll all start using it from this point. Yeah, don't, maybe. Don't have don't have a vendetta against us for not using it prior. Yeah, we got rid of the the sassy spatula for a reason. Oh, <laughs> I know. He, it was he a was very, a very good sassy, sassy spatula. spatula. <laughs> I feel like he should be revived. Yeah, in maybe in two. season I, I two. I feel like we should come in hot with Sassy Spatch. Yeah. Re revamped. Yeah. A rebranded Sassy Spatula. New and improved. Yeah, Sassy right. Spatch 2.0. Oh. Bringing <laughs> back the Spatch. I know. <laughs> All right. It was a good Sassy Spatula. All right. So now it's time for our speech series. 
So we like to enhance our own speech as well as yours. And we like to use Tommy the Heels, Tom Healers, well-spoken thesaurus. So for today's phrase, we have, don't say blame, say find fault. For example, Rudolph was going to blame that mean reindeer that kept kicking him in the shins and calling him, hey, Ruby Red. And he was like, leave me alone, man. (laughs) Instead, you could say Rudolph was finding fault with that bully reindeer (laughs) who was just jealous all along that Rudolph could see in the mist and he could not. (laughs) Okay, there you go. (laughs) No one even knows that reindeer's name. Okay, that's all. Do you have an example that you'd like to give? Sure. (laughs) That is no doubt. That is no doubt better than that one. Don't say, hey, I blame Rebecca Yaros for this iron shame of a book. Instead, you can say, I find fault with iron shame and Rebecca Yaros. <laughs> and her writing. And her writing. Uh, and the Zayden and, and Violet romance. <laughs> and, the, and the sex scenes. <laughs> and all the things. All right. And everything else. <laughs> dot, uh, dot, dot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't blame me, love made me crazy If it doesn't, you ain't doing it right All right, everyone, so that brings us to our question of the day We're going to start off with our rapid fire round Jess has set two minutes on her timer And we're going to have to say as many insults to Zayden and Violet's romance As we can within those two minutes (laughs) Talk about dramatic Yeah, really (laughs) All right. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> We've been building them up for weeks. <laughs> Insults to Zayden and Violet's romance. Three, two, one, go. Grow you the guys fuck suck. up. <laughs> Stop fighting. I don't want to watch. Nobody cares if you guys trust each other or not. Just find a way to talk about it and stop hiding things. Get over it, bitch. <laughs> Uh, maybe you guys should see other people yeah maybe he should go back back to cat she seems less problematic sometimes speaking of which violet get the fuck over the fact that he dated somebody before you he's 23 he's a hot guy he dated Mm -hmm. other people right especially the fact that you guys are building wards with catriona sounds like (laughs) catriona ward i don't know (laughs) she probably stole that name from her we did read her book last month. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. I don't know if that's an insult to their relationship, but read a book. Stop fighting and read a book. The whole time I was reading this book, I felt like I was a third wheel in your shitty relationship, and I hated every second of it. Yeah, look, sit down, both of you. Sit down. <laughs> Listen, he loves you. You love him. Get around this issue because it's so annoying to read. And honestly, I just want to fast forward your romance. Yeah. Because <laughs> it sucks. It's drowning me. It's drowning me. Uh, I don't even know. I Honestly, I wish Taryn and Andarna would have just eaten you guys in this book. <laughs> Not, knock, knock. Who's there? Who's there? Oh, Zayden and Violet's romance. Zayden and Violet's romance who? Satan and violence romance making me want to fucking kill myself. <laughs> Sorry, we're not advocating for that, but you know, it's it's brutal. It's brutal. I don't know what to tell you. Your, your dialogue and your sex scenes were super cringe and I hated it. 
Your dialogue made us want to die. All right. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> Sorry. I know that was uber dramatic of us, but I don't know. Um, do you, does anybody understand? But also accurate. <laughs> can you relate? <laughs> yeah. All right. I mean, at one point, too, when, the, you know, Kat and her were on the mat. Cat, cat, and Vi on the mat. If if she would have took Vi out, I would have been like, "Thank God, I don't have to read about their romance anymore." Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's all. We're being very dramatic, and we're still super bitter. So yeah, yeah. That's my sorry, that's guys. Not it's not gonna change. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think that we made it clear who we wouldn't be friends, and that's their romance. <laughs> so who would you be friends in this book? Okay, if you had to befriend someone. I would befriend Riddick, obviously. I would also befriend Eric and also Garrick and Bodie. You would, no, you would befriend Garrick because I think you have a secret thing for Garrick. I do have a crush on Garrick. I like, I like Garrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Bodie too. Mm. Well, obviously, we would be in the fr- same friend circle because I would definitely befriend Riddick. Guy's hilarious. Yeah. But I would have to also re- uh, befriend Rhiannon because yeah. she is loyal as shit. That's true. That's true. Right? Uh, and, and then Sawyer, you know, so, you know, uh, break a leg. You can't say that. <laughs> can't say that. I feel like those jokes are coming in the next one from Riddick, though. Yeah, probably. They remind me of Fred and George from Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Do you remember when uh what's his name lost his ear and he's like, "Look, George, I'm holy." <laughs> I'm holy. <laughs> uh, reading that book in British is just the best. That's all. <laughs> right? I feel like when it's, it's a British writer, it has to be written. I mean, read in British. I don't know. Yes. Uh, just, just me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. I don't remember reading the Harry Potter books in a British accent because you were eight. <laughs> fine <laughs> you weren't like talking like this when you were eight <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> oh. all right well I, i'm sorry i forgot i forgot that i asked the next question dude you so found out who would you want to date in this book all right well last book i would have told you zayden but not anymore <laughs> who would i date in this book no one riddick i guess <laughs> Riddick. Riddick, Riddick for the laughs. <laughs> uh, I would date Garrick. I know. I love Garrick. <laughs> I know. He might have been my second choice, but I was like, nah, let her have him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, I don't know. Liam would also be another choice if he can somehow come back. Yeah, if, if he wasn't dead. If he wasn't dead, I had a soft spot for him. So, mm. All right, who would you kill? everyone else um i'm just kidding i would keep all the side characters i would kill violet zayden varish i guess that's it mm. I, I would just kill violet and zayden's romance yeah i would just kill it i'd be like nope it stops <laughs> uh also i, I want to jump back to one can we befriend the dragons because if so i of course want to befriend andarna so. yeah all right Taren yes. too but he's grumpy he's grumpy he is grumpy. He's a little too grumpy for me. But Andarna is my girl. All I right. kind of like that he's grumpy. But okay. I do too, but he'll he'll get, you know, too grumpy and then I got to deal with that all day long. <laughs> okay. Too much. If you had to portray someone in this book, who would you portray? Varish. I mm-hmm. would 
pretend that I was on his side to get all the deets, but I would be just a spy and then I would kill him in the end. Haha. -ha. Okay. Yeah. I think, I mean, it has to be Varys, right? He was like the big evil one that wasn't a Venom that we know of in this book. Yeah. I Unless mean, I, would... I want to betray Zayden and Violet's romance. <laughs> I think that betrays itself. <laughs> I, I want to I wanna also consider betraying um, Atos, the dad. Because mm. he's a traitor, as it is. Yeah. Also, he like disappeared. He's barely even. He, he's in this book for like five seconds in the first chapter, and then we never see him again. Yeah, he's also another contender for bringing back the venom. Mm, I don't know. I like don't get his motivations either. I don't like him. I don't know her. I just like him. <laughs> All right. Unless if you could have or be any of the dragons, who would you be or have? Okay, I would want to be Tarn. And be friends with Andarna as Tarn. I mean, if you could only ride one of them, for me, it would have to be Andarna, right? She can't bear a rider, though. She's badass. How do you know she can't? They have it all wrong. They they think that she can't because they don't really know anything about her kind. It's Tar Tarn thinks that she can't, but he doesn't know all the deets. She doesn't have. She didn't. She didn't grow the right muscles or something during the green, the dreamless sleep because it was too fast. It was accelerated and now she doesn't have like some of the muscles in her wings. I don't know. I think we're going to be able to reverse time here and we're going to change all those things. Although maybe because she's a different breed, maybe that's why she slept differently than the other breeds. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I'm going to have and or be her and I'm going to get the answers. Okay. <laughs> well, I know. All right. Decapitating that venom. That's that's badass. Yeah, she is badass. Badass. But I would want to be the biggest one because nobody fucks with Tarn, you know? And they just kind of like leave him alone. And I like he's that. Grumpy. I like that. <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> leave me and Tarn alone. <laughs> you really need to watch the show Shrinking. You have to watch it because I swear to you that you will definitely see Tarn in grumpy Harrison Ford. Okay. All right. All right. That's why I was thinking of him the whole time mm -hmm. when I was reading. I was like, this is this is why he this is him. Yeah. Casting, casting. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. They just all act so immature. Well, they are immature. They're teenagers. They haven't been through what you've been through. Well then they're lucky. For now, nobody gets through this life unscathed. Alrighty, so as you guys know, which <laughs> You, if you listen to our Tuesday episode, we recently read Iron Flame by Rebecca Yaros. So we picked out our favorite good and bad reviews in case you're on the fence about reading it. It currently has a 4.4 out of 5 on Goodreads and a 4.7 on Amazon. All right, Jess, let's do the bad reviews first. What do you have for us? How? <laughs> okay. All right, I chose a one star for my bad review. It's it's quick and it's right to the point. <laughs> and she's not lying. Uh, she said, Violet somehow had to had time to shave her coochie while at war. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> oh, I mean, she's not wrong, right? Also, it kind of sums up the whole book somehow. Yeah. How? It and does. It does. <laughs> uh. All right. I also had a one-star review. <laughs> this one's not as fun. But this person said, please take this with a grain of salt if you are a super fan of this series 
or of Rebecca Yaros in general. I just don't like her writing at all, not even a little bit. This entire book, uh, the entire feel of the book is still juvenile AF, like all the YA trappings, except they fuck nonstop. I felt they really diminished Violet's character because Zayden wouldn't communicate with her for damn near the whole book or be upfront and honest with her, and she just keeps falling back into bed with him. Like, I thought you were going to stand your ground, brah. And that's, that's the I feel like you wrote that. I know. <laughs> I know. Also, again, where's the lie? I know. <laughs> I really relate to that one. Yeah, same. <laughs> All right. Well, how about the good reviews? Okay, so I picked a four-star review. There were plenty of five to choose from. I usually do pick a five-star, but I had to choose this one. Uh, it was very dramatic. And also, I just don't understand the five-star reviews for this one, personally. Mm. So uh, This one says, The ending has left me broken. I cried. I had a heart attack. <laughs> and now I'm starting, and now I'm staring into space like life has no meaning. I am unwell. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Pretty damn dramatic. Yeah, really? <laughs> All right. So I have two five-star reviews because one of them is super short and I just thought it was really funny and I wanted to include it. This person said, I got married in July, but these books are still the best things that happened to me all year. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't feel sorry for your marriage. <laughs> and then the second one said, I'm speechless. My mind feels overwhelmed by what I just read. All the information coming from this book and I feel completely numb. I honestly don't even know how to form my thoughts and I want to keep this spoiler free, but I am just mind blown and I don't even know what I'm feeling or what to say. So I, I, really, I do review. relate to both of those because at the end when I shut the, the book and I threw it, I was like, I don't know how to feel. So mm -hmm. I think if I would have wrote this in the moment, which who shuts a book and then runs to Goodreads? But I know. <laughs> Um, I feel like they would have been similar to these. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't have a heart attack and I didn't cry, but I was left being like disgruntled. And I was like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I didn't know how to feel. Yeah. And I told you, we, me and Alex didn't communicate for like a day. I was like, I can't talk to you. Yeah. And, um, and that was that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You've heard what the people have spoken. <laughs> so here are our back flap. Here's a back flap. Wish we could backtrack to Fourth Wing and not write this book. Jess and Alex. <laughs> I wish I could give this plot to a different author, Jess and Alex. Accurate. Iron Flame. Iron Flame has iron flamed its readers. Jess and Alex. <laughs> iron Flame? More like more like iron fuck it. Jess and Alex. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't get through that one for some reason. Wanna read about a disgruntled long distance relationship and hear their arguments? In 200-ish pages? Then you're in luck. Read this, you third wheel. Jess and Alex. Well, my book was finally delivered. But did it deliver? Read it. Maybe. Jess and Alex. <laughs> exactly how I feel. <laughs> Iron Flame is the sequel everyone wanted but didn't get. Jess and Alex. <laughs> if you loved Fourth Wing, maybe skip to the third in the series. Jess and Alex. Zayden as Venom? Throws book, Jess and Alex. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That really happened. Yes. <laughs> it's just, this is just a description of our thoughts and actions while reading the book. <laughs> Can you feel that bitterness? 
in these back flaps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All righty, everyone. Let's transition into the cooking portion of our episode with some cooking tips and tricks. For today, we're going to discuss tips and tricks and snacks to get you out of a reading slump since Violet and Zayden spend an annoying amount of time fighting for hundreds of pages in Iron Flame. And just in general, our disappointment has thrust us right into a reading slump. Yes, just what snack is your go-to to get you out of a reading slump? In the past, when I endured a bad breakup, it was similar to me reading about this bad breakup. Mm. I would enjoy a pint of Haagen-Dazs ice cream. Maybe cookie dough. Maybe cookies and cream. Who knows? But the possibilities are endless or just limited to those that specific brands, if that's the one you like. I recommend that brand only because I feel like the ingredients aren't as terrible as other ingredients are. Alex? Well, I don't give a shit about the ingredients because my <laughs> my go-to snack is also ice cream. And I recommend if you're having a rough time just in general or because you read Iron Flame, <laughs> grab yourself a pint of Ben and Jerry's half-baked. It is the cure-all for all. And I mean, there's other Ben and Jerry's that I like, but you just can't get better than half-baked, half okay? You get vanilla ice cream, you get chocolate ice cream, you get cookie dough, you get brownie dough, or brownie bits at least. It's the best. And it will cheer you up, especially if you eat it while watching a holiday movie or just a nice romantic comedy. Or maybe an emotional, dramatic romance or something like that. Something that'll just make you cry for a little bit. Just to get it all out, you know? There you go. There's my there's my tip and trick to get you out yeah. of a reading slump. Eat your feelings and freeze your tears. Yes. Ice cream. <laughs> but don't right? eat your frozen tears. No, That's don't weird. do any of that. Don't do any of that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we don't advocate for any of that. I'm just saying. Uh, do you have a cooking tip or trick for your reading schlump snacks? That's what this is. This is a reading schlump schlack. <laughs> a slack snack. For sure. A, a, yeah. Okay. Sometimes you just need a good snack. Like, you know, kind of like what's his name says, right? What's his name? When he's like, he's Sean Connery. A good, a good yes. slap. But instead, because that sexist bastard, <laughs> instead, it's a, schl- a slump snack. Say that five times fast, Alex. I, I bet you can't. I can't. <laughs> Yeah, she didn't even try. Didn't even. Try. I, I can't even say it in my head that fast. She's, she did it. She's in a thinking slump as well. Uh, um, anyway, the longest possible way to tell you that if you do have any of these <laughs> slump type of snacks, that you could reach out on our socials. You could email us also at booksacooks at gmail dot com. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and we'll discuss the outcome in the future. As you may recall. On Tuesday, we introduced the ingredient of the week, which was breakfast foods, (laughs) a whole meal. (laughs) You choose the ingredients. Inspired by that time, Violet grabs breakfast at some point during the second half of the novel. We refuse to open the book again and find out where. So, (laughs) what you get? 
We were supposed to make something using that ingredient. So, Alex, what you made? Okay. Well, that was very weird. But I have a recipe for you guys for a frittata. These are excellent if you're having a brunch at your house or you're having people over for breakfast. They're really good for holiday mornings. They're really easy to make. And depending on how many people you need to serve or how big you want it. That's what she said. You can use six to 12 eggs and you're going to mix it together in a bowl. Add whatever ingredients you want. Obviously, you want to season it up with some salt, pepper. I like to do some red pepper, sometimes a little cayenne. Sometimes I'll throw in some everything but the bagel seasoning. You could really put in whatever you want for seasonings. And then you can fill it however you would want to maybe make an omelet. You could do feta and spinach. That's always really good. I really like to do zucchini, onions, and cheese. You could also do tomatoes with cheese. Really anything. If you wanted to have a meat option, you could put pieces of bacon in it or really anything else that you want. You put everything together in the bowl, mix it all up, pour it into a pan. It should be relatively deep and you're going to want to make sure that that's sprayed with some Pam or some cooking spray. And you can cook this on the oven, on the stovetop, sorry, or you can cook it in the oven in a baking pan. Either way, if you do it in the oven, you're going to cook it for about 15 to 20 minutes. If you do it on the stovetop, maybe a little bit longer. It really depends. It's really, if you're going to do it on the stovetop, you're going to want to make sure that the lid is on it and you're just going to want to keep an eye on it. It should be nice and fluffy when it's done and it's not going to be runny. It'll be solid, but nice and fluffy and delicious. So enjoy. What do you have for us? All right. So a big, big thing in my house is family breakfast when we have pancakes, which I make at least once a week. And it's pretty simple. I kind of use this thing I call a two, two, two method where you're using two of something, <laughs> which makes sense, right? That's what it means. Uh, we also joke around around here because we quote movies all the time and we don't call them pancakes. We call them pan clocks. So that's what my recipe for you guys is going to be called pan clocks. Well, you're going to need two eggs and you're going to just mix them up real quick until they get little, you know, bubbles and then they're good to go. Then you're going to throw in there uh, two cups of buttermilk. These are buttermilk pancakes. If you don't have buttermilk, you can use milk. You can use half and half, whatever you have on hand. If you want to dairy free it, dairy free it. Uh, but I have used milk and they were just delicious with milk as well. Um, but buttermilk is the key here. So you want to use that. You can make your own buttermilk also by adding a little bit of lemon and letting the milk sit for about 10 minutes. Uh, and you could also do it with vinegar, but I've never tried it with vinegar. I did do it with the lemon, though, and it came pretty good. All right. So two eggs, two cups of buttermilk. Mix that together. Pour in. This is the only one that's not two. You're going to pour in about four tablespoons of, of butter, unsalted or salted. That's your call. And then you're going to mix that together. And you're going to do two teaspoons of vanilla and then I mean you could do less if you want to but I do two teaspoons um you're gonna mix that all together then you're gonna do your dry ingredients which will be you guessed it two tablespoons of sugar two and a half actually cups of all-purpose flour um originally I used to do this with two cups of flour and I think two and a half actually makes them fluffier and better so two teaspoons of baking powder one I know it's not two but one teaspoon of baking soda, and a teaspoon of salt. Mix it all together. If you want to add a flavor, 
little almonds you could throw in there, like a little almond extract. You could put lemon and ragotha. You could put chocolate powder. Um, just remember that if you're adding more dry, you want to add a little bit more of that buttermilk or milk that you're using. So this way it balances it all out. Mix that all together and then let that baby sit there for 15 minutes. Do not touch it. It can be longer. It can be 15 to 20 minutes. Just you want the, the flavors to fuse in together with the baking powder and stuff so that they get nice and fluffy. And then medium high heat. Throw a frying pan on there. You could put a little extra butter if you want. Uh, I find that putting a little bit of either avocado or granola oil mixed in actually makes them like crispy on the edges and soft on the inside. And that's it. You cook them like you usually would cook them. You want to make shapes or do whatever. If you have kids, go for it. They love that stuff. And they are delicious. If you make them, please let me know. Sounds really, really good. I'm really bad at making pancakes. So, so I'm going to try. Make. They're not. They're, they're very difficult. And I, I've never been able to really make a good pancake. But I'm going to try your method and I'll let you know okay. how it turns out. It's, it's easy to remember because a lot of them are just two, 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 two. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's two and a half. So it's not that hard to mm -hmm. remember. Yeah, we'll Good see. Luck. Let I us know, Alex. I'll let you know. <laughs> you make my pan clocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you, you guys mean? have a yummy recipe for breakfast foods? If so, send us an email or reach out to us on our socials. If we test out your suggestion, we'll credit you and discuss the outcome in the future. Can't read. You gotta be kidding me. Here, I can read the menu. Oh, no, 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 thank you. I can do this on my own. <laughs> Appreciate the sentiment. I'm gonna get an order of the... Pine... Pan... Pan... Who? Pan... Pan clocks. All right, so here's another edition of Hey, who's reading, reading that book? All right, last time we uh, we had some fun titles for you, holiday style. We got some more holiday books returning, but we also have some randos, and <laughs> we hope that you enjoy them as much as we do because we think they're hilarious. Also, who's reading these? <laughs> um, let us know if you've read them. Let us know yeah. if you know someone who is reading it. Also, let us know if somebody's reading it in public. Take a picture of them and please send it to us. <laughs> And then go up to them and say, why are you reading this? For example, <laughs> why are you reading stuff? An erotic pillow book in public. Yeah. Erotic pillow. Erotic pillow. Stuffed. I don't know which is worse. Stuffed, an erotic pillow, or unhinged, an erotic door romance. <laughs> I have so many questions about so the door. Many, so many questions. <laughs> is it the doorknob? What are we doing? It's a door. Imagine just seeing a door and being like, hmm, hello there sturdy yeah. ew also <laughs> unhinged makes me think that the thing actually jumps off the hinges and comes running at me and it's scary <laughs> it probably like turns into a man or something <laughs> like ew. the turkey no <laughs> no also this is the weirdest one who's reading squeak erotic balloon animals who's reading that <laughs> i don't oh. know it, it actually makes me concerned it's creepy <laughs> It is creepy. No, it All is. right. Well, who's reading the best things to scream into? Because we're not sure. <laughs> we're not sure what the best things to scream into are. And we're not sure who's reading that book. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure why we would want to read about things we can scream into. Bro, <laughs> you sound like you need help. I know. Go get it. All right. A therapist here. There you go. Things you can scream into. <laughs> the next book is disturbing, too, because the cover is a cartoon, which makes me question if this is for a child. 
but it's called If You Give an Ox an Oxy. Why? Hmm? Who's reading that? <laughs> Who's reading that to their kid? I don't know. Also, don't give an ox an oxy. Ever. All right. Well, who's reading Mated by Mothman? What is Mothman? I, we still don't know the, the answer to this. I know. This is the second Mothman in the series, I guess. I well, guess. Apparently, there's a series and there's a bunch of them to read. So who's reading them? <laughs> also, who's reading Old MacDonald had a Bigfoot? <laughs> Which is Bigfoot erotica, apparently. <laughs> Who the fuck is reading this? <laughs> that title is killing me. <laughs> Guys, we are not making these up. These titles exist. Google them. Uh, all right. Oh. Well, Old McDonald's may have had a big- Bigfoot, but Ogre My Dead Body, am I going to read it? <laughs> but who's reading Ogre My Dead Body? <laughs> I-, I don't even know what that means. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I want to know what that means. Yeah. I can tell you a book I'll definitely not be reading. I eat poop. (laughs) I don't know why, but apparently that person or whatever it is, that creature, it's eating poop. And I don't care why. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) I'm not reading it. All right. Well, do you think you might read Seduced by Bigfoot and Ravaged by the Yeti? No. What is going on? What is this book? I feel like it's very clear what happens in this book. And yet I still have questions. <laughs> well, first, Old McDonald had him. <laughs> and then somebody else did. But they were also ravaged by the Yeti. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Look, the next one, I, I don't know. All right. Monsters made me gay. Uh, a jackalope. Jackalope. <laughs> A jackalope gangbang. Wow. What is a jackalope? I'm pretty sure a jackalope is like part elk, part jackrabbit, or like part antelope, part jackrabbit. Like antelope. What? Yeah. Jackrabbit antelope? That's too much. Too much. I I can't can't handle it. I don't understand it. All right. Well, how do you feel about this one? The day. The day my fart followed me to hockey. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it, but the cover is absurd. Please go look at the cover, okay? The cover is a little boy literally with a hockey uniform on, and there's a box that's opened in front of him with a fart coming out of his face. <laughs> it's so creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> it's just weird. I don't know. But apparently someone's reading it. Oh. Well, if you don't want to read that one about that fart, then you could read Gary. <laughs> you could read Gary the farting gingerman bread. No, <laughs> wait, wait, I said that wrong. Gary the farting gingerbread man, right? Yeah, you definitely want to eat that cookie. Skin. <laughs> like, right? Why? Why do these books exist? I don't what know. What purpose? I don't know, but I'm hoping that maybe one of them's a parody. But the sad thing is that a lot of them aren't. Yeah. Yeah. For example, there is a book. <laughs> and honestly, I don't know. I might read this one. But it's called People I Want to Punch in the Throat. And then there's a subtitle about competitive crafters <laughs> and some other people's scourges of society. Bizarre. I don't know. I, am, I might read that book. Maybe I'd agree that some of these people I might want to punch punch in the face it's so vicious though in the throat damn like right for the juggler the jugular 
<laughs> All right. Going Hilarious. back to farts, apparently. <laughs> Fart proudly. Writings of Benjamin Franklin you never read in school. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Come on, when I said that first part, you didn't expect the second part. <laughs> what a tale. Okay. <laughs> What? I can't Who's imagine that. Can you imagine that you, you like you're in school, you're young and you go and sit down it's your first day and the teacher's like, OK, this is the textbook you need. Fart <laughs> proudly. Writings of Benjamin Franklin you never read in school. A, I would love that class. You B, would. You would. I would. I would. And B, who's doing that? No one's doing that because who's reading that? That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, for this next <laughs> book it's not really a, a book in the traditional sense it is a picture book and it's called butts on things 200 plus doodles of derriers on random things who's who's getting that who's reading it also you know what it reminds me of super bad when he draws all the dicks yes remember that? yes, yes. by the way on the cover of that is a taco with a butt yeah <laughs> all right well if that's not your thing, uh, maybe you'd be interested in some kind of craft. For example, knitting with dog hair. And this is literally part of the title. Better a sweater from a dog you know and love than from a sheep you'll never meet. What? I don't know. But I did go to high school with a girl who once gave a presentation in my physics class about how she makes dog fur vests out of shedded hair from her dogs. So maybe she wrote this. I don't know. She didn't, but maybe she used this as a reference. <laughs> maybe she's reading it. All right. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's like lovable old Tabitha in her 80s who read this. Who wrote this. <laughs> well, lovable old Tabitha might be related to this man. <laughs> the man who mistook his wife for a hat and other clinical tales. <laughs> I'm so disturbed. I'm disturbed. How could a man mistake his hat for his wife? <laughs> hey there, pretty lady. What is he oh, mistaking his? Hat. Is he mistaking a hat for his wife, or is he mistaking his wife for a hat? Because it says the man who mistook his wife for a hat. I have so many questions. Did he try to wear her? <laughs> Get on my head, bitch! No, I don't know. I don't know. I just who's reading it? Because if you are, give us the answers. <laughs> it says other clinical tales too. Like Jesus, what are they about? I don't know. This is probably about a man with like some type of condition. All right. This is just okay. Still stripping after 25 years. <laughs> I know what you're thinking, but it's not. It says quilt in a day. But like, why? Okay. Why? What are the reasons? <laughs> All right. Was she also a stripper at one point 25 years ago? And now she's doing this instead? Like, I have, I have questions. <laughs> I need to know. Well, maybe you can get some answers out of the big book of lesbian horse stories. When these Sapphire sisters saddle up, ecstasy is only a hoofbeat away. What? <laughs> <laughs> Who is reading this? <laughs> also, also, dog shit saved my life. <laughs> I I need to know what that one's about. <laughs> To know. I don't know. I, I put in parentheses here, disgruntled author. So apparently the author must have been disgruntled. I don't oh, know. that's right. It was like his, it was, it's a nonfiction. Oh, yeah. yeah, he was like, read it, don't, I don't care. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, last up, we have 
everything I know about women, I learned from my tractor. And if you look at the cover, there's some weird, creepy old man. And I just, Jess, I don't believe that he learned much about women from his tractor. But are you going to read the book to find out? No. <laughs> no, I'm not going to read that sexist piece of shit. <laughs> Also, please do look up the creepy old man. Why is he smiling like that? I don't know. I don't know. It makes me feel uneasy. Yes, I was just going to say exactly that. It makes me feel uneasy. <laughs> I don't like it. All right. And there you have it. Okay. Yeah. So maybe one of these titles excite you and you want to try it. If you do, let us know what they're about and why you chose that book. We won't judge you. No judgment. No. We told you about the book. You know, just let us know. Let us know if we should read it. Yeah. So we could say, look, Frank DM does. He read it. He loved Unhinged. <laughs> he said the book jumps right off the doorway and starts running, running at this lady. And she's like, come to me, doll. That is terrifying. All right. <laughs> Let's move it. on. <laughs> calls him my parents. Turns out this principal is some sort of religious fanatic and he thinks I'm possessed by some sort of dick devil. My parents make me go see some therapist and he's asking me all these dick questions. They literally made me stop eating foods that were shaped like dicks. No hot dogs, no popsicles. You know how many foods are shaped like dicks? The best kinds. Yeah. Are tuning in to the Biscayeth Academy Awards. Look at everyone in their gowns and tuxes. (laughs) They look so pretty. Too bad this book was kind of shitty. All right. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I am your host. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Co host of Biscayeth Academy Awards. Yay! All right. Alex, what is the first category? Okay. So first up, we have the award for most valuable player in the book. Our nominees are Lilith Sorengale, Sloan, Violet, Rhiannon, Andarna, and Sawyer. Jess, who does that award go to? Well, it's tough. It is because all of these deserved their nominee tonight. They sure their earned nomination. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the winner must go to Lilith, Lilith Sorengale because she gave up her life for everybody else. For everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Come up, Lilith. Oh, she can't. She's dead. <laughs> all right way to go lilith you way real go, g lilith. <laughs> all right next category is best in a clutch situation we have all the friends and darna violet except in her relationship <laughs> Taryn, and cat alex who do we have winning this one okay and the award for best in a clutch situation goes to Andorna! Yay! She came out of the darkness and she took those Venon's heads off. Mm-hmm. She did her friends right. <laughs> she did. 
All right. All right. Next up, the award for best fighter. And our nominees are our girl Violet, our best in a clutch situation, Andarna, Tarn, Zayden, and the Flyers. Mm, all, all good nominees. All good nominees. Mm-hmm. But mm. there can only be one winner. And the award goes to, for best fighter, I don't know why I'm suddenly British, Tarn. Yay! Yay! Tan ripping necks, <laughs> biting into wyvern like it's nobody's business, taking care of biz. All right. Yeah, turn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Now we have best friend hero. I'm talking about a jukebox hero. Stars in his eyes. All right. Best friend hero. We have Sawyer, Riddick, Rhiannon, Sloan, and Eric. Who's winning it, Alex? Okay, the award for best friend hero goes to Sloan for being yes, Sloan. a real, real one during the scene where they're raising the wards, allowing her uh, siphon signet to do its thing. Mm-hmm. And to use one of our words from this season, being a real trooper. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Our next award is for the most brave. Our nominees are Violet, Andarna, Zayden, Mira, Rhiannon, and Jasenia. Who gets the award for most brave? Well, this was another tough one, Alex. But in the end, the winner of Most Brave had to be Andarna. Yay, Andarna again. She was going through her life changes. But during that time, she went into a cave. She took care of business in there, taking chomps (laughs) out of Solus and then pretending to be a boulder so she can decap a Venon. Go, Andarna. (laughs) And... Being another, being another whole nother uh, dragon breed? Come on, man. Yeah. Hard to beat. Also, I feel like the mom should have been in there. Yeah. And Sloan. Yeah, you're right. But okay. They should have okay. been. <laughs> but they weren't. <laughs> they got and their Tar- awards. <laughs> and Tarna, come get your award. All right. Now we have the award for best reveal. Ooh. Nominees are Andarna, period. Zayden as Venon. Jack as Venon. General Sorengale saving the day and the truth she told. And Zayden's second signet. Who do we have, Alex, as the winner? All right. Well, the award goes to Andarna. Again, yes, she is sweeping up these awards today. But her reveal for being the seventh dragon breed, as well as some other information that we learned about her throughout this book, has clearly put her at the top for best reveal in this book. Yeah, waiting 600 years to hatch. Yep. Oh, yeah. What's better yes. than that? Also, yes. we don't care about the other things. Okay. <laughs> no, General Sorengale's cool, but everything else, nah. Yeah. All right. So now we have 
the award for best new character slash face. And the awards go to, I'm sorry, the nominees are Arik, Takaris, Varish as Jafar, Sloane, Kat, and Marin. Another tough, tough one here. But in the end, I feel it has to be Arik. Yay! Especially for saving the day, putting his arm through the ward and burning it up for his peeps. Yay, Eric! Way also to go, being, Eric! Being the prince and going down uh, against your king dad takes a lot of guts. Yeah. All right. So now we have the best moment with the dragon, and the nominees are Tarn, snapping necks, Tarn with Solus, and Darna with Solus. Andarna out of hiding, killing Venon, and Violet talking to Coda. Who's it going to be? Right. Well, Jess, these were all some fantastic moments. The dragons really stole the show along with some of these side character friends. But at the end of the day, the award has to go to Andarna coming out of hiding to kill the Venon. Get up Ooh. here, girl. You're going home with a lot of awards tonight. She is sweeping. This is the fifth win for Antarna. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how many. But you know that guy that always comes in. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have the award for best overall scene. Mm. And the nominees are the vault scene, Andarna decapitating Venon, the cave scene with Andarna and Solus. Setting up the wards at Baskayeth and Andarna's admission about her hatching, the battle scene slash Sawyer losing his leg, and the venom coming out of the trunk. Jess, who does this award go to? This is a tough one. Yes, it is. All good scenes, definitely. But one definitely stole the show and woke us up in the middle of all of that other stuff. And that was the winner which is the cave scene with Andarna and Solus. Yay, Andarna! This is the sixth (laughs) win for Andarna. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now for the most chill. And the nominees are Riddick, Marin, Arik, Rhiannon, and Sawyer. Alex, who is the most chill? Well, this is definitely a tough one because all these characters are super chill and people we'd super like to chill with. However, the award must go to Riddick! Yay! Yay, Riddick, for being awesome (laughs) and hilarious. (laughs) Yay! Your sense of humor and lighthearted banter really made this book less miserable. So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for your comic relief. Thank you for your service. Which brings us to Most Cunning. Our nominees are Violet, Jasenia, Rhiannon, Lilith Sorengale, and Vice Commandant Varish. Mm. Boo! <laughs> uh- <laughs> and the award goes to Violet. She's always being super cunning, our girl, and always saving the day with her intelligence. Go Violet! Go Violet! Yay! This is the first award for Violet. 
Oh, look at a dress. So pretty. Okay. <laughs> Most annoying. <laughs> the category you've all been waiting for. <laughs> we have nominees. Wyvern. Die already, right? Am I right? Varish. Zayden and Violet's romance. Violet and Kat's standoff. Unnecessary sex scenes. And Jack being back. <laughs> Alex, who's the winner here? All right, Jess. Well, this is a first in Beskyth Award history. And the votes were unanimous. The award for most annoying will be shared amongst them all. They oh, all win goodness. equally. <laughs> by Why unanimous am I not decision. surprised <laughs> by these nominees? I am not shocked. <laughs> This is the first time in Beskyeth history that they are all coming up to this stage. <laughs> Everyone go sit down. You're annoying. All right. Yes. All right. We don't even want to give you an award. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have most likely to want to chill with. And our nominees are Riddick, Kat, Marin, Eric, and Mira. Who's going to get this award, Jess? Well, although we'd like to chill with each and every one of these nominees... Of course, there can only be one winner, except for the last category. And that winner right now is Riddick. Yay! Yay, Riddick! Riddick. This is the second win for Riddick. (laughs) So annoying, that voice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And next is most likely to want to kill. (laughs) And the nominees are Varish, Boo, Zayden, and Violet's Romance. Jack, the Sage, Venon in general, and Takaris, because he's kind of a dick. Alex, who's the winner here? All right, Jess. Well, this was a really tough one because these were all really despicable characters and situations within the book. However, by full votes on this one, the award goes to Zayden and Violet's Romance. Of course it does. I don't think any of the other nominees had a chance. <laughs> I don't think so, Jess. I don't think so. All right. And next up we have worst new character slash face. And the nominees are Varish. Although would I say his face if he was the Jafar guy? I don't know. Takaris, Sage, Ven and Jack, Ven and Zayden, and names we can't recall. And lastly, annoying councilwoman and all those council assholes. Alex, who won? All right. Well, in this case, Jess, there were very many annoying faces and characters in this book, but the award just simply must go to the annoying councilwoman and all those council assholes. Yay! (laughs) They are not allowed on the stage. Please stay seated. (laughs) All right. Well, that brings us to our next award for worst overall scene. Mm. Our nominees are every sex scene every fight between zayden and violet the torture scene cat and violet's fighting the pages that could have been removed Hmm. jess who's gonna win this one this is hard yes it really is it's so difficult which is why for the second time in biscayeth history we have (laughs) a unanimous all again (laughs) Because every single one of them deserve this award <laughs> for worst scene. All right. Now we have worst. Worse... to a better candidate. Right? 
Worst reveal. Ooh, this is this is kind of cut and dry. But yeah. let's see who the nominees are. We have Zayden as Venom, Jack as Venom, Jack being alive. Period. <laughs> Zayden's letters. <laughs> General Sorengale protecting Violet through Zayden, and Zayden's second signet. Mm. Well, Jess, you know we kind of hated all of these. However, there was one we just hated more than the others. And that award goes to Zayden as Venin. Oh, yeah, definitely. I threw my book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to the award for biggest asshole. Mm, this is a prestigious award. Very prestigious. Mm -hmm. The nominees are Varish, mm. Takaris, the Venon, the Nightmare Sage, Jack, Melgrin, and Solus. All assholes. Yes, they but are. But there is one that's biggest. And that award goes to Varish. All right. You are the biggest asshole. Yes, you are, sir. As an award, he'll actually be receiving a copy of Butts on Things. Just to... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Just so this way he knows how to recognize assholes because he is one. <laughs> He'll never forget. <laughs> he all right. And that goes to all the very, very important categories to be left. You ready? I'm ready. All right. These are the most important, of course. Mm -hmm. And the first important is most likely to be legless next book. Okay. <laughs> Our nominees are Sawyer. Oh, General Sorengale, <laughs> because she's dead. Jack, Venon, and the Wyvern. Alex? All right. Well, Jess, I'm oh. sorry to say, but this award is going to our boy Sawyer. Oh, no. <laughs> We're sorry for your leg, but we appreciate your sacrifice. Thank you. All right. I got tears. <laughs> That brings us to most likely to die in the next book. Ooh. Our nominees are Jack, The Venon, Zayden, Sawyer, Mira, and Brennan. Who's this award going to? Well, we got to stick to our obvious answer here. That it's going to Venon. <laughs> Yay! Don't come up to the stage because we don't trust you. They were not invited. They will be accepting this award via video call. Mm. <laughs> yes, they will. <laughs> All right. And now to Best Actor. And I did want to act these out for you, but Alex doesn't want to play that game. So we won't <laughs> be doing that. Just know that I advocated for you all. <laughs> Best Actor. Awards. Nominees, I mean, go to Tarn, Zayden, Dane, believe it or not, and the Wardstone. <laughs> and the Wardstone. Who is it going to, Alex? Well, Jess, this may seem like an unlikely result. However, the Wardstone was the best actor in this book. It really <laughs> saved the day. It had some assists. You know, it had some assists in there, but it did the job at the end of the day. So good job, Wardstones. Congratulations on your award. 
Yay. What a power player. Yay. Yes. All right. Well, we've had our best actor. Let's get our best supporting actor. Our nominees are Sawyer, Riddick, Varish, Jack, Brennan, and the Daggers. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All right, and the winner, of course, can only go to one. And that winner is Riddick! Yay, Riddick! Okay. This is Riddick's third win of the night. Yay, Riddick. All right, that brings us to Best Actress. Best Actress Award. I mean, I keep doing that. Best Actress (laughs) nominee goes to Violet. And Darna, Scale, or Seagal, however you want to say it, but not Steven Seagal. Seagal. Whatever, Seagal. And they always mispronounce somebody's name. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> just got to stick true to it. True. And all the runes. <laughs> Who's well, doing this? These were some really tough leading ladies. However, one of these ladies did stand out amongst the others and that is andarna again yeah this is the seventh win for andarna all right those were some great nominees for best actress but now we have our best supporting actresses Mm. our nominees are rhiannon general sorengale imogen sloan jesenia cat marin and Violet's lightning bolts. Mm. All badass bitches, might I say. Yes. But the award for Best Supporting Actress goes to Rhiannon. Yay! Yay, Rhiannon! She literally jumped on the back of a dragon to save Violet. I mean, badass. Yeah. All right. And that brings us to our final category. Worst writer slash director. <laughs> the moment we've all been waiting for. The nominees are Rebecca Yaros, Zayden in his letters, <laughs> Brennan in his, you know, information, informative <laughs> stuff, General Sorengale when she writes in her journals. And the winner goes to Rebecca Yaros. Yeah, you suck. We hate you. <laughs> This is Rebecca Yaros's first win and probably last. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. Another year wrapped up at the Beskayeth Academy Awards. Who do you think will win next year, Jess? Oh, I just don't know that, Alex. I just can't (laughs) predict that right right now. It's too early to tell. That is true. Way too early. Catch us here again next year, and you may find out. Okay. And this has been Jess Joan Shivers, and I am very happy to have been here to help host for the evening with my co-host, Alex. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> you could have did like Ryan C. C. Breast. I don't know, but that's his real name. Alex, Alex C. Breast. There we go. <laughs> Seabreast. <laughs> Seabreast. 
boy. Whatever. <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex Seabreast. <laughs> Tune in next year <laughs> when we give our awards out at the end of the season, perhaps, to another set of characters. Oh, man. Please drive safe going home and don't go to those parties. Don't trick and drive. All right, we're going to turn the podcast over to Jess's husband, Doug, for a manly minute or a Dougly minute or a chug of Doug. We tried to get Alex's husband involved, but he's too shy. Maybe in the future. For now, here's a healthy chug of Doug. And now a healthy chug of Doug. What's going on, everybody? How's everybody doing today? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you enjoy it? More que- more important question is, did you go to the gym on the next day? Black Friday, big gym day. You gotta get in there. I wasn't in the gym. Unfortunately, I had a lot of stuff I had to do, and I didn't have the time to get in. But mentally, I was there, which is almost as important. You guys getting ready for Christmas? Oh, over here we are. We uh, started watching some Christmas movies, you know? Uh, I don't know the name of the movie we just watched. It was funny. Uh, Luke Wilson plays the, the brother who's just, I guess, like, high all the time. I don't know any of the other actresses and actors' names because I'm absolutely horrible with that. But uh, next one we're going to do is, um, I believe, Just Friends. You know, get to throw a little Die Hard in there because that's a Christmas movie. Uh, Don't even have a debate with me. I'm going to win that. It doesn't matter what you have to say. I'm winning that and I'm getting the last word in. Let's talk about other things that are Christmas. Uh, All 1950s and 60s music from Frank Sinatra and Dean Martin. All Christmas music, all right? I don't want to hear it. There is no debate, all right? Anything Frank Sinatra has ever done is really a Christmas song. Summer Wind, it's about the Christmas. Uh, anything. Just understand that. Also, another thing we will not debate, because I'm right. All right, what else have we got for you guys today? Uh, tonight, you're going to take the Maple Leafs, all right? You're going to take Maple Leafs minus one and a half. I don't know what the plus money will be by the time you guys hear this. Only take if it's plus money. Do not take if it's minus money. Yeah, don't. It's all about value. Take the value. All right. And this is our last time for a couple weeks. I believe they are going on some Christmas break, uh, whatever that means. They're telling me, oh, we're still going to do bonus episodes. It's not really a break. All right. If you're still doing episodes, you're still working. Uh, it will be the last time you be hearing me probably until January, unless they want me to do something. I don't know. But just to get to let you guys get to leave you guys off with a little Christmas music, you know, to enjoy the rest of your day. It's a Christmas song. Stay tuned for the next Manly Minute, where you can get tips about sports, working out, reading, gaming, and other fun topics.
Just a reminder to stay after the episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hell yes! So let's tell you what we have in store for December. Uh, We will be doing our holiday reading. You know we will. Come on. (laughs) Uh, We definitely have a little holiday list that we're going to be talking about. Uh, But the set in stone ones are going to be episodes on Tis the Season for Revenge by Morgan Elizabeth. And that'll be airing on December 12th. And then our book of the month for December will be Wreck the Halls by (laughs) Tessa Bailey. She's a big author that everybody seems to love. So we're going to dive into her a little bit. And that'll be on December 27th, um, which will be two days after Christmas. So we will be there for you in December. (laughs) All right. Yeah. So we're going to give you guys our holiday hopefuls. We have a list of books that we're hoping to read and we will have an episode where we review all of them at some point in December and we will announce that date in the future. So for now, let's give you those books in case you want to read along with us. So the first one is going to be The Christmas Orphans Club by Becca Freeman. Going forward, then the second book will be by Josie Silver, A Winter in New York. Then the third one is The Twelve Dates of Christmas, which I'm really excited about because there's a movie and I love it. And that is by (laughs) Jenny Bayless. Then just by the name alone, Good Elf Gone Wrong. And that's by Alina Jacobs. And that is on KU for you KU subscribers out there. Next after that, we'll have Love Light Farms, which I'm very excited about by BK Borison. The next one is called Sweethearts and Snowflakes by Amelia Westerly. That is also on KU. Next up, we'll have The Gift by Frida McFadden. That is also on KU. The next one is by Christina Lauren in A Holidays. Then we'll have Snowed In by Catherine Walsh. Uh, that one's also on KU. Then we have The Grump Who Stole Christmas by S. Doyle. Also on KU. Kindle Unlimited, by the way, if you're not sure. Sorry. Then we'll have The Christmas Lodge by Fiona Baker, which is also on KU. How to Ruin the Holidays by Becky Monson on (laughs) KU. And then we have All's Fair in Love and Christmas by Sarah Monzon. Then we have A Kilt for Christmas uh, by Trisha O'Malley. And that is on KU. And then finally, we'll have Holiday Romance, also by Catherine Walsh. And that is also on KU. Even though we'll be on a break on our podcast, we will be active on TikTok. We will have the 14 days of Christmas. That's what we're calling it. It'll be a two-week lead up to uh, Christmas where we'll release a brief book review of each book on TikTok. We will sum them up for you here on our podcast, but we will also have little interim ones on TikTok for you guys. And we'll also be doing some TikTok lives with live book discussions. We'll be doing four books at a, at a time and we'll release the titles and dates on TikTok. So if you're not already following us, go on to TikTok, follow us and stay tuned for those dates and come and join us and have some fun with our book discussions. If you've been following along with us in this past season, you know that we love movies also. So what movies do we love more than Christmas movies? I don't know, but we love them and we know you do too. So for those of you out there who can't do Christmas reading, but know you love a Christmas movie, we will be doing a a few lives with that um, where we vote on our favorite Christmas movies, the one that you want to watch with us. And we will be featuring that movie live on TikTok. So stay tuned to that and come join us. Watch a holiday movie with us and drink some hot cacao. And then get ready for our season two. You'll be all set by the time January comes. I'm ready!
Stay tuned for our December bonus holiday book episodes discussing our holiday hopeful reading list featuring Tessa Bailey's Wreck the Halls and December's book of the month, Morgan Elizabeth's Tis the Season for Revenge, which by the way is available on Kindle Unlimited. We will also include an upcoming giveaway and also possibly a highlights best moments bonus ode. Make sure you stay tuned for those live TikTok holiday reading recommendations, reviews, and movie watching that we'll be doing for you. And stay tuned for season two. We'll be starting it up again on Tuesday, January 9th with The Assassin's Blade by Sarah J. Moss. Definitely catch us then in the new year of 2024. If you haven't read the upcoming books but would like to, Head on over to the link in our bio and get a copy for yourself so that you can participate in future discussions. You don't pay anything extra, but if you make a purchase using our link, we get a small commission. So thank you so much for supporting us. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, it would really mean a lot to us if you would leave a positive review on Spotify, Apple, or whichever streaming service you use. We would really appreciate it also if you could spread the word by telling friends and family about our podcast. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. We also want to remind everyone to be on the lookout for our live events on TikTok. Yep, we'll be doing some live events soon and we will post upcoming dates on our socials. If you're just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We're going to be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. So be sure to check out our socials for updates and also some bonus content. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and other platforms. Click on the link in our bio for access to all of our socials, our website, and other links. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can email us at bookswithcooks at gmail.com. You can also find our full book reviews on Goodreads. These links will also be available at the link in bio. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. Now let's turn the page and put a fork in it because we're done with this one. Which was, which was <laughs> breakfast, a whole meal. You pick the ingredients. Inspired by. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> honey biscuit. <laughs> Violet throws at Satan when they fight. All right, let's start that over. Okay. It was a good Sunday's love. Thanks for listening to my mommy and me and Alec. Bye.